Welcome to Dire Trip, where we deep dive into all sorts of spooky, horrific, or just plain weird crimes, lawsuits, and strange happenings all over the world. Without further ado, let's get into today's story. Two pregnant friends out in Texas were discussing their upcoming babies on social media. The only problem was, one of them wasn't really pregnant, and she was willing to go to any lengths necessary to keep the lie going. People lie, it happens all the time, constantly. But when it comes to everyday life, it's rare that a lie gets so big and so out of hand that it encompasses your entire life and becomes your new reality. When you can no longer keep that lie going and the bubble bursts, what do you do? Well, the subject of today's story came up with her own answer to that question, and let's start back at the very beginning. It's the summer of 2020 in a small town out in Texas. A woman named Taylor Parker, or Taylor Morton, or Taylor Way Casey, depending on who you ask, is pregnant with a new child. She's all over social media posting updates about her pregnancy. She's posting ultrasound pictures, giving little updates about the health of the baby, talking about appointments, and even making a wish list for items she'd like for the upcoming kid. By all accounts, it seemed like she was simply just a woman who was excited about her pregnancy. Coincidentally, Taylor was, quote, somewhat friends with a woman named Reagan Simmons Hancock. They knew each other well enough that Taylor had taken Reagan's engagement and wedding photos. At the time, Reagan was also pregnant with her second child, posting updates about her pregnancy in the same vein as Taylor's, albeit less often and less detailed. Time passed, and it was now late summer slash early fall. Taylor had a gender reveal party for her baby. The time came for her to induce labor, and this was when people first started noticing that something was up. On the very day and time that she was supposed to be induced, a bomb threat was called into the hospital. As a result, Taylor didn't end up giving birth that day. Or the next day. Or the next. She was supposed to have this baby, but it just wasn't happening. To make things worse, some people who knew her remembered something. Didn't she have a hysterectomy a while ago? Needless to say, things weren't all that simple with Taylor Parker. Things hadn't been good for a while now. She had been having problems with her boyfriend and really started to worry that he would be leaving her. She decided, what better way to keep him around than trap him with a baby? So she told him she was pregnant. The only problem was, she wasn't. Hell, if you want to go by the hearsay, she wasn't even capable of getting pregnant. But rather than come clean once her boyfriend decided to stick around, she decided to keep going with the lie. So as time went on, the lie gradually got more and more elaborate. This was when she started coming up with the fake doctor's appointments, the fake ultrasounds, all the baby showers and wish lists, that sort of thing. She even started wearing a fake pregnant belly to make herself look bigger. She really went all out on this. However, there was a time limit on how long she could keep this up. A human being simply can't be pregnant indefinitely. The baby had to come at some point. And now that she successfully dodged the induction of labor, she had to do something to keep the farce going. I think you can see where this is going. Taylor wanted a baby, her friend Reagan was about to have a baby. She wanted that baby. But there were a few roadblocks to that little plan. For one, just walking up to Reagan and saying, hey, I've been lying for a really long time and I really need a baby to keep this going wasn't going to work in any reality. Two, the baby wasn't even here yet. So Taylor started to formulate a plan. October 9th, 2020. 
Taylor hopped on the internet and started watching videos of physical exams being carried out on fetuses. Specifically, she wanted to see some videos of babies getting delivered preterm at about 35 weeks. Why 35 weeks? That's exactly how far along Reagan was. Like so many others on this channel before her, Taylor fired up Google and started making some extremely suspicious searches related to delivering preterm infants. She felt that this short binge online gave her all the information she needed. Taylor made her way over to Reagan's house. This was when she made her move. Taylor attacked Reagan. She took out a hammer and a knife, striking and cutting her over a hundred times, at least thirty of which were wounds to her head. Taylor even took a four-pound jar of pink and blue sand from her wedding and hit her over the top of the head with it. Reagan did fight back, ending up with defensive wounds all over her hands. One of her fingers was dislocated and another was almost completely cut off. Taylor eventually won the struggle though, finally using the hammer to completely crush her skull. At that point, she got to work. She pulled out a scalpel and started to perform her own surgery. She felt that the YouTube videos she watched that morning gave her all the knowledge she needed to deliver a baby early. She cut her from hip to hip and completely removed Reagan's uterus from her body and removed the child that was inside. She then lodged the scalpel deep in Reagan's neck and left the scene. To add to the horror, Reagan's three-year-old daughter was home the entire time this was happening. It's unknown how much she saw, but it's hard to imagine that she didn't at least hear what was going on and that she didn't see the aftermath. Shortly after, at around 9.30am, a Texas state trooper noticed someone speeding, noticeably driving very erratically. He pulled the vehicle over, and it was then that he noticed, in his own words, Taylor Parker was the driver and was holding a newborn infant in her lap. The umbilical cord was connected to the infant, which appeared to be coming out of the female's pants, as if she had just given birth to the child. Taylor claimed she had just given birth to the baby on the side of the road, who wasn't in good condition. The baby was not breathing. This was when the trooper called an ambulance. He said, Parker was performing CPR on the infant and LifeNet EMS came to the scene and transported Parker and the infant to a hospital in Itabel, Oklahoma. Once the two were taken to the hospital, the trooper learned from the doctors at the McCurtain Memorial Hospital that Taylor had not actually just given birth. And then, shortly after, the child, who was to be named Braxlin Sage Hancock, was pronounced dead. This was around the time that Reagan's mother went out to her daughter's house and unfortunately came across the grisly scene, finding her daughter there dead. She called 911 at 10.18am. The small town police came out and, upon seeing the scene, were baffled. They came into the home and found a white woman on the ground, face down, with what appeared to be blood all throughout the interior of the home. It was on the floor, the walls, the furniture, the appliances, everywhere. This was New Boston, a town of about 4,600 people. They weren't used to anything of this magnitude. As a result, they called the Texas Rangers to come assist with the investigation. They turned over the body, and to their horror, they noticed the very large cut across the abdomen. This woman was known to be pregnant, and the baby was very noticeably no longer there. Little did they know that another trooper was already at the hospital, dealing with that baby at that very moment. It wasn't long before they connected the dots between the two bizarre occurrences and Taylor fell under suspicion. In fact, it was pretty much immediate. The Oklahoman authorities took Taylor into custody that day. At that time, with all the confusion and the case being an ongoing investigation, they were reluctant to release any details to the media. 
The public was left wondering what the hell had just happened, and they were going to be left hanging for a while. The Oklahoman police and the Texas Rangers continued their investigation. Taylor, who had been in jail out in Itabel, Oklahoma, soon appeared in McCurtain County District Court. She was wanted for the death of both Reagan and her child back in Texas. She agreed to be sent to Bowie County. At the time, it wasn't known if she had any sort of lawyer that could speak on her behalf. The state police then came across the evidence that Taylor had been extensively researching how to convincingly fake a pregnancy online. They noted that she had viewed numerous videos on how to both deliver and take care of newborn infants. Specifically, she was very focused on babies that were at or around 35 weeks. Taylor went to court and surprisingly pled not guilty to the whole thing, despite her problematic search history and being caught with the baby. She was charged with capital murder and the death of Reagan, along with non-capital murder in connection to the death of the infant. In an opening statement, a prosecutor told the jury that Taylor had done this not because she wanted a baby, but because she didn't want to lose her boyfriend. In order to do so, she kept the entire fake pregnancy going for months and months, going as far as faking her appearance, her doctor's appointments, her ultrasounds, and everything else. Then, finally, she came up with her own twisted way to come up with a child in the end. The prosecutor said, She watched all these videos, clicked on all these links, and they were all at 35 weeks. My opinion is Taylor Parker faked her pregnancy. She planned and carried out the murder of Reagan. Taylor's new attorney, though, challenged the whole narrative, saying, You can see somebody look them up, but you don't know why. You can have a theory. The prosecutor, in closing, showed the jury the crime scene photos related to the case, holding nothing back. She said that Taylor is a danger and absolutely needs to be sentenced to death for what she had done. In response, Taylor's lawyer said, Words can be used to dehumanize, adding that there are many layers and shades of gray within a person's life. She's a human, he said. He then blamed Taylor's friends and family for not confronting her about the fake pregnancy sooner, which should have been obvious to them. The prosecutors urged the Texas jury to sentence Taylor to death for what she had done. The crime was so heinous, they argued, that if anything warranted a death penalty, it was a crime like this. The sheer amount of planning it took to make the deception seem real over the course of months and months and all of the premeditation that was required to make the murder happen, not to mention the absolutely vicious way in which it was carried out, was absolutely inexcusable. Inexplicable, even. Taylor's defense countered by stating that they would show that she was mentally ill. They argued that the baby was never alive from the beginning, and they attempted to dismiss the kidnapping charge, which would have lowered the capital murder charge to a regular murder charge. That's why, in opening statements, we spent so much time on definitions. You can't kidnap a person who has not been born alive, he said in one final argument to the jury. However, several medical professionals came to testify that the child did have a heartbeat when born, and Taylor's actions undoubtedly resulted in the stopping of that heartbeat. The jury, composed of six men and six women, didn't take long to come to a decision. They deliberated for less than even one hour before deciding to convict Taylor Parker of capital murder. Reagan's mother, who came across the crime scene herself, addressed the court, stating that Taylor was, quote, an evil piece of flesh demon. Looking at Taylor, she told her, She was one of the very few people on this earth who cared about you. Now who cares about you? My baby was alive and still fighting for her babies when you tore her open and ripped her baby from her stomach. Reagan's sister spoke out as well, saying she would have to simply carry a picture of her sister down the aisle at her upcoming wedding now. 
Her sister would no longer be able to be there as her maid of honor as they had planned. My only biological sister. You need to understand what you took from me and my family. No more celebrating her birthday. I was barely 19 when I got the call my sister was gone. She will never be my maid of honor. If I visit my sister, I have to go to a graveyard and see a headstone. I will never get a text or phone call from her again, she said. The first assistant district attorney spoke as well, saying, The circumstances in which Reagan died are horrible and there is no doubt it was torture. But a mother died fighting for her child. That's how she left the world. A woman who died fighting. Braxlin spent her living and dying moments in the arms of the person who killed her. What case would you give the death penalty to if not this one? Mercy is for someone who understands and acknowledges what they have done. The judge told the bailiff, simply, take her to death row. And this is where Taylor Parker remains as of the making of this video. Once again, this has been your host, Kyle. Thank you very much for listening to today's podcast episode. Feel free to look through my huge library of other stories if you found this one interesting, and be sure to be there for the next stories that come out each and every week. Have a good night.